This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com technews. That's ShipStation.com technews. Today, we're talking about how Lyft aims to match women and non-binary riders and drivers with each other more often, and the FDA found that the most common oral decongestant in the U.S. does not work. First, let's hit the road with Lyft. Lyft has announced an initiative that aims to bolster safety for riders and drivers who identify as women or non-binary. Women Plus Connect is a feature that gives women and non-binary drivers the option to match with women and non-binary riders more often. Lyft says this is an opt-in feature that's preference-based. If a driver activates Women Plus Connect, but there are no women or non-binary people who are looking for a ride close by, they'll still be matched with a male rider and vice versa. The feature will initially be available in Chicago, Phoenix, San Diego, San Francisco, and San Jose. Lyft plans to enable it in more cities in the near future. When it's available in their area, women and non-binary riders and drivers will see a Count Me In prompt. If they agree to this, it's more likely that they'll be matched with a woman or non-binary person. Improving safety is a major goal for Lyft with this effort. The company is also hoping it will encourage more women and non-binary folks to sign up as drivers. Lyft says that according to a recent survey, nearly half of riders are women, but they make up 23% of drivers on the platform. Women drivers tell us it's hard to drive at night, Jody Kelman, Lyft's executive vice president of customers, told the New York Times. We need to remove a barrier for women drivers today. Ride-sharing platforms such as Lyft and Uber have added more safety features to their apps over the years amid reports of sexual assaults and other violent encounters. They have made it easier for riders and drivers to contact support staff and 911, keep loved ones up to date with their location, and record audio from the ride. Lyft consulted with experts such as the Human Rights Campaign and the National Association of Women Law Enforcement Executives as it built Women Plus Connect. It is worth noting that Lyft makes it a cinch for riders and drivers to change their gender identity in the app with a few taps. You'll see a driver or rider's preferred pronouns in the app, but not their gender identity. Access to Women Plus Connect is based on the gender that users identify within the Lyft app. Lyft says the default gender identity it uses for drivers is based on the license it has on file, while riders always self-identify their gender. However, any user can change their gender identity in the app at any time. Balancing the ability for users to easily express their gender accurately, particularly for those who are transitioning, while ensuring this feature works as intended is a tricky needle to thread and may cause some issues, but at least Lyft is considering that factor while implementing Women Plus Connect. Now time for an FDA finding that's nothing to sneeze at. 
An FDA medical advisory panel ruled that phenylephrine, PE, a key ingredient in many over-the-counter cold medications, does not actually work to treat nasal congestion when taken orally at the recommended 10 mg dose every four hours. Phenylephrine was last evaluated for over-the-counter use as an oral and intranasal decongestant in 1976, according to the panel. If you're keeping score at home, that means many of the OTC decongestants consumers in the U.S. have been buying for nearly the last 50 years were, according to the FDA, failing to provide any benefit over a placebo. This determination will impact drug makers that use PE as an active ingredient, which can be found in Sudafed, Vicks, Sinex, and Benadryl Allergy Plus Congestion, for example. As part of the panel's review, the FDA reported that in 2022, an estimated 242 million packages of OTC cough and allergy oral products containing PE were sold in retail stores, which raked in about $1.8 billion in sales. It even notes that the true extent of use of PE containing cold products is likely underestimated because retail sales data does not capture sales activity from Costco, convenience stores, specialty stores, internet sales, phone sales, or kiosks. The FDA will now need to determine if it will revoke PE's oral OTC designation as safe and effective. Without that designation, drug makers may see their products removed from stores. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Today's show featured journalism by Engadget contributors Chris Holt and Malak Saleh and was produced by Spoken Layer. I'm Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.